Addiction treatment is failing worldwide because it deals with the effects of addiction, which is addictive behaviour, but not the actual cause of addiction, which is childhood distress. Today, I discuss why addiction is an attempt to deal with the pain of childhood trauma and that the path to recovery starts with reconnection with your true self. Hi, I'm neuroscientist Dr. Ben Webb, and I want to help you cultivate a healthy brain for a mentally healthy and happy life. Welcome to episode 51 of Better Brain, Better You. Hi, how are you doing today? All good, I hope. Glad you could join me for today's episode on why addiction is rooted in childhood trauma. And if you're watching on YouTube, please like, subscribe and hit that notification bell to hear when we release new videos. And thanks for listening into the podcast on your favourite podcast platform. We release weekly episodes for brains of all ages. So depression is one of the most common mental health challenges for young people and can happen alongside addictive behaviours. So I want to give you a parent's guide to teenage depression. This free guide will help you to recognise the signs of depression in teenagers, early warning signs of suicidal thoughts, and some effective strategies for supporting a young person who is dealing with depression. You can get this free guide at ologyonlinecourses.com forward slash depression guide. That's ologyonlinecourses.com forward slash depression guide. So I hope this guide is helpful to you. So we often think that people can only become addicted to drugs and alcohol, but addiction shows up in any behaviour that a person enjoys, finds some relief in, and therefore craves more of in the short term, but suffers from negative consequences in the long term, and then doesn't give up this behaviour despite the negative consequences of their actions and behaviour. Addiction can be related to any behaviour, not just substances. It could be cocaine, heroin, fentanyl, marijuana, nicotine, alcohol, but could also be sex, gambling, shopping, gaming, the internet, eating, working, extreme sports, working out, running, pornography, any number of human activities. The medical definition of addiction characterises it as a brain disorder that is largely caused by genetics. So the medical profession would see addiction as genetically inherited from parents and grandparents. And the brain certainly has an important role to play, but scientific evidence now suggests that genetics has nothing to do with addiction. And the other popular notion is that addiction is a choice. People choose to be addicted. This is why legal systems worldwide punish people for the behaviour that arises out of their addictions. But I want to share a much more useful and powerful description of of why people become addicted that is gaining a lot of scientific support and has grown out of the amazing work of Gabor Mate, who is a medical expert on trauma, addiction, stress and childhood development. So to understand addiction... We have to explore how our childhood needs were met by our parents or carers. Apart from, apart from our physical needs, we have two fundamental needs during childhood as an infant. One is for attachment. and attachment is the closeness and proximity of another human being for the sake of being looked after. 
Young children need to develop a relationship with a caregiver or caregivers for normal social and emotional development. Animals are creatures of attachment. We have to attach or imprint on our caregivers, otherwise we won't survive. And if there's nobody who is motivated to take care of us when we're young, or we're not motivated to attach to people around us, we just can't survive. The endorphins in our brain, which opiate drugs actually, like heroin and fentanyl, actually try to resemble, actually help to facilitate attachments. So if you take young infant mites and you knock out their endorphin receptors in their brain, so they don't have endorphin or opiate activity in their brain, they won't cry for help when they're separated from their mothers. And this would mean they just would die, that they would actually die in the wild. So when there is stress and trauma during childhood, these endorphin systems don't develop. And when people, and when people do heroin, it actually feels like a warm, soft hug from a caregiver. They feel the love and connection for the first time because an opiate like heroin and fentanyl, fentanyl are actually activating the very same endorphin receptors that facilitate attachment during childhood. That's why opiates are such powerful drugs. So we have this need for attachment. A human infant, which is the most helpless, the most immature of any animal species in the world, needs physical and emotional care and therefore cannot survive without attachment. And given humans have the longest period of development and attachment relationship of any animal species out there, well into adolescence, Attachment is not a negotiable need for us as human beings. So we, as human beings, have another need which Gabor Mate calls authenticity. So authenticity means being connected to ourselves, knowing what we feel and being able to act on it. This means our gut feelings, those feelings that tell us we should act in a particular way or not act in a particular way. So if you look at how human beings evolved for hundreds of thousands of years... We didn't live in cities or houses. We lived out there in the wild until very recently in human existence. So you don't survive for very long in the wild if you don't listen to your gut feelings. If you start using your intellect instead of your gut feelings, you just don't survive out there. And by the way, gut feelings are a real biological phenomenon because your gut actually communicates directly with your brain and your brain communicates directly with your gut through brain, chemical, through brain chemicals to change your mood and your emotions. So attachment is a powerful survival need and authenticity is also a survival need. What happens if your authenticity threatens your attachment relationships? So for example, as a two-year-old, maybe you got angry because you didn't get that bar of chocolate before you sat down for dinner. But your parents can't handle anger because they grew up in a home where physical violence and anger were a routine part of their life. They're terrified of any expression of anger. So they tell you that good, well-behaved children don't get angry. But actually, the message you receive instead as a child is not that good little children don't get angry, but rather angry little children don't get loved. And because your parents are now disappointed with you, They won't look at you. They talk to you in an aggressive, harsh way. So you're not feeling or experiencing love at that moment. But you've got to stay attached to your mum or dad or your caregiver. So what you suppress is your authenticity. 
And this is why we lose connection to ourselves and our gut feelings. So the very dynamic that is essential for our survival in a natural setting during our evolution now actually becomes a threat to our survival in the modern setting that we live in. So to stay authentic will actually threaten our attachment. So we give up our authentic feelings and we wonder who the hell we are. And whose life is this? Who's experiencing all this? Who am I really? That's where reconnection has to happen, where the healing has to happen. But it's because of this tragic conflict between authenticity and attachment that most of us face that we lose our connection to our gut feelings. So this leads to the question of trauma. It's one thing to recognise that all this originates in childhood pain. It's quite another to transform that pain into something healthy. So for that, we have to understand what trauma actually is. So people often think that trauma is what happens to you. So trauma is being locked in a cupboard. Trauma is being sexually abused. Trauma is your mother's alcoholism. Trauma is an absent father. Those aren't the traumas. Those are the traumatic events or experiences. The trauma is not what happened to you. The trauma is what happens inside you, how you react and respond to those events. And as a result of these traumatic events, you get disconnected from your emotions and disconnected from your body. You have difficult being in the present moment. You develop a negative view of your world, a negative view of yourself and a defensive view of other people around you. So these perspectives keep showing up in your your life in the present. So the addiction is not the primary problem. It's an attempt to solve a problem And the real question is, how did the problem arise? It's always rooted in childhood trauma and the addiction is an attempt to deal with the effects of childhood trauma, which it does temporarily, but causes even more problems in the long term. So the issue is not to just recognise what happened to you 10, 20, 30, however many years ago, but to recognise the manifestations of those childhood experiences in the current moment, and then to try and transcend them. How do you do that? Well, by reconnecting with yourself, by restoring the connection with your body and with your emotions that you lost as a child. And once you do, when you found those feelings again, then you're in recovery. You find yourself. The loss of self is the essence of trauma and addiction, and addiction is an attempt to deal with the effects of childhood trauma. So the real purpose of addiction treatment is reconnection. If you're struggling with addiction, you are not alone. The path to recovery starts with reconnection to your true self. As I mentioned at the top of the show, depression is one of the most common mental health challenges for young people and often happens alongside addiction. So I want to give you our parents' guide to teenage depression. This free guide will help you to recognise the signs of depression in young people, early warning signs of suicidal thoughts and some effective strategies for supporting a young person who is trying to deal with depression. You can get this free guide at ologyonlinecourses.com forward slash depression guide. That's ologyonlinecourses.com forward slash depression guide. So depression guide is one word. So I hope this guide is helpful to you and the young person that you're supporting. Thanks so much for spending time with me today. 
I hope today's episode on why addiction is rooted in trauma was helpful and I'll look forward to seeing you next time. Thank you.